And then that's when I was like, okay, shoot, what's the next step, right? <laughs> the contract, yeah. Mike emailed me his sample contract. I had a PDF, I, so I printed that one out, and then I called Mike back on the phone. And then, guys, let's ready to go on the deal. And then I don't even know how to fill out the contract. So, so I have Mike on the phone, the guy me and him sitting at the, at the table there, he's on the table. And Mike starts literally helping me out fill out the contract. You're listening to the Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Azria family and the great state of Arizona on today. It's a beautiful day outside. I would say it's probably around 75-ish. Supposed to get up a little bit warmer today, but I have Mike, my co-host. Hello. And we have Paul Lizaraga on today. <laughs> He's joining us and we're going to be talking about it. We're, we're speaking primarily to our newbies right now. Okay, so if you're newer, you're just getting started, or if you haven't done a deal, or if you're, you know what, we can't talk to some of you older, older members, older individuals that's more seasoned investors. Because right now it's harder to find deals. So what do we do in order to find deals? Because you can't just go to the MLS because there's only what, 5,000 active listings on the MLS. It's hard to go on the MLS. So you gotta be creative in finding deals. And this is one of the things that Paul does. So we're gonna dig into some deal finding, how we went from being a, went from W2 nine to five person over to being independent and doing things itself. So Paul, how you doing, sir? Good, doing good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Great, great, great. Well, Mike, you had a long-lasting relationship with Paul. Kind of tell us how that got started. Well, I think we met here at the association, right here at Zria. I think you're coming here to sit in a ball of networking groups, mainly probably beginners group, right? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's how how we met. And so so before we jump there, okay. how who are you? Right, like what, what's your background, and then how do you stumble upon the real estate investing world? Well, Mike, that's where I was going. Oh. I wanted to see how how you guys <laughs> met, and then kind of go down that road. But go ahead, you got to take it away. <laughs> yeah, so I started off in the automotive field. Start off as a mechanic, got my associate's degree. When what happened was I ended up hurting myself. I injured myself. I'm able to get a back injury. With that, with the company that I was that I was with. Luckily, they're able to keep me on for a while. And with that, they kind of moved me into an office position. And so being a mechanic, I kind of got bored. I'm used to using my hands. So I started Googling some words that, that interest me because I started getting bored and that have always intrigued me a little bit. And those words were stock market, right? Investing, real estate. And from there, it kind of just really snowballed. And I started finding out that there was other people kind of doing a similar interest that, that I had. And they kind of turned me on to a couple of books. I got introduced to Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki's book, mm -hmm. a couple of other uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, two of my favorites still to this day that I, that I read at least once a month. From then, I started looking into programs and I actually went on the website, went on Google and found RIA. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was looking into it and found out, okay, these, these RIAs are around in other states. 
and this just happened to be our local one. Came down to a couple network events, a couple of meetings. The first one is actually down there at the Celebrity Theater one. Okay. Me and my wife went and was just amazed by the amount of people that were there, the the networking that was going on. I was a natural introvert, so for me to, to come out and to, to talk to people was nerve-wracking, you right? You all, really? Yeah, so, so going out there and just having people come up to me and kind of introducing themselves, making me feel comfortable, really help really help me along my journey but along that that's I, a good point though let me just stop on that because yeah. when you're new you're like oh all these investors are professionals you know all this money whatever your your thought is when actually we're, we want to help because we are we're all in those beginning stages at some point so yeah yeah man and that's where that's where we met yeah and mike was more than happy that to, to help me out to offer his services whatever he had to offer me and just come by and to whatever resources I needed, right? Okay. And so from then, working, right, doing some work, automotive, back healing, kind of in that mode of, hey, just still grinding away at it. So with that investing and with learning, you start learning how to start putting money aside. You start delegating a little bit better. But it's always an education thing. It's always you have to be self-improving. It's, it's not Mike's going to get me there or it's not Marcus going to get me there. You, we can offer the sources, the resources all you can, mm-hmm. and ultimately it comes down to is us as individuals. And that's something that I, I believe that we, we all need to figure out for ourselves. But along that journey, Mike's giving me tasks on what to do. Little tiny tasks here. Hey, are you making calls? Are you following up? Are you sending appointments? With that, he was kind of giving me some accountability there, right? So if you're going to do this, what are you going to start doing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so how, how important is that piece right there? Because a lot of people, they see the glitz and glamour of being a real estate investor, but they don't know the back end of it about all the work that you have to put into it. Having that accountability partner, how important, how important was that for you so you can stay on task? Extremely important. Extremely very important because I found myself getting too absorbed in the day-to-day life, right? working just your normal nine to five and you get home and you're tired right you want to kick back you want to watch some tv you mm-hmm. want to watch seinfeld right yep. <laughs> that's that's my favorite show that I, <laughs> I had to stop watching and with mike giving me that accountability i'm like okay if i want to do this well then what are we doing are you going to go are you going to go out there you're going to make the points you can make deals or you're just going to keep sitting down a good reference brandon turner on, on bigger pockets he said the same thing Along with is his name, Ron McGrand. Ron McGrand, yeah, Ron McGrand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he even mentioned stopping watching your TV shows, right? To focus on your dreams and goals and where you want to get to, right? Yeah, that's true. One of the things that I always tell people is, why are you watching people that's already making millions? Why don't you make yours? So stop watching the people on TV. Stop watching, you know, movies and things like that. Start creating your own movie. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I always say. Sure. And then, so from there, I started going to more networking events. And then after five years of moving with that growth and development that I've learned with reading the educational books, coming to this, the network events, coming to the seminars, you just learn these, these leadership skills on how to, how to talk, how to communicate. You learn what these words are. And with that, I was, you put yourself in these positions to where you're able to achieve more, right? You're, you're positioning yourself to obtain more, right? To become better. And with that, after five years of being at that career, I was super grateful and thankful for the opportunities that they've given me. I know you're going right now. Mm-hmm. So five years. So five years you were you were floating around. 
Yep. Right? Like up and down maybe, stop and go, or we we full throttle for five years. Right. It was it was a stop and go. It, okay. There there were some slow months, right, where there was no deals happening. Right. There mm-hmm. was some some moments where three months, four months, five months would go by and there wouldn't be a deal. There were some some learning opportunities. For me it's it's Oh, let's go in the first deal. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go back, Paul. Okay, let's, all right. <laughs> yeah, not gloss over the first okay. deal. Come on. So the first deal I got was actually a, a referral. I went to go see a lady's house, and she, we did not end up doing the deal. But she called me a week later because we I built that rapport with her, and she actually said, "Hey, I saw a sign down the road, a for sale by owner sign." And I go, well, "You mind if I get the number?" She goes, "I don't have the number, but I have the address if you want that." Okay. <laughs> I swung, but I came, went back that night just to get the number. So I swung back around that night and um, got the number and ended up calling him the very next day. I called Mike actually before I went down there and Mike kind of helped instruct me on, hey, what you're going to do, what you're going to say. So, so real quick, before we, go, before we go there, there was a sense of urgency. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we tell people is there's a sense of urgency. The lady called you. She gave you the address. You could have sat there and said, well, I'll go by there on the weekend or I'll wait until next week. I just got off work. No, there was a sense of urgency. She she told you you went that night and got the number or got ready to call a person. So, guys, you listening, you got to make sure you have that sense of urgency because in these markets, deals go quick. You got people like Paul that's out hunting every day. If you're not out hunting, then you're going to go home empty handed. So I'll even take it back one step. So you, you found the lead that you were working from whatever source it was. You're building, like you said, your relationship. You gave an offer. They didn't like it. It didn't work, right? But you had the, the good relationship that you they built. I'm assuming you said, hey, if you know anybody else out there that wants to sell, keep in mind. She liked you, so she called you, right? So what I always say is for, for, for every dud, there's a stud, right? So so that was a dud, right? But you got something to the next step. Yeah, then it jumps into the emergency that Marcus is talking about. Mm-hmm. Great. So what happened next? Went down there, talked to the seller. Turns out the guy inherited the house from his mom. He was just looking to sell it kind of quick, but he was fixed on his price that he wanted, right? Again, that was just that negotiation skills. And keep in mind, I'm still coming out of that introvert, right? I'm still trying to learn how to network, how to mm-hmm. how to communicate, right? How to how to sell better. And I was there for four hours negotiating with the guy, just back and forth, <laughs> building up that rapport. Four hours, and this is this is. What did you guys do? Have lunch and dinner, <laughs> man. The house was empty. We were there talking, and it finally came down to the point of I had to make the decision for myself. That mindset, right, is that I'm not leaving this property until I get the deal. I'm not leaving. And I told the guy that I told him, I said, you're going to have to kick me out because you're not, I'm not leaving here until we come up with a deal. Tenacity. And he liked that. He actually liked that. And I said, I'll wrestle you right here on the floor and made a joke about it. <laughs> Give me the deal. Yeah. Give me the deal. <laughs> and he finally came down to where we needed to be at. I went into the room and I was, I was tired. I was, I was, couldn't believe it happened. I still was kind of in disbelief. And then that's when I was like, okay, shoot, what's the next step, right? <laughs> the contract. Yeah. Mike emailed me his sample contract. I had a PDF. I, I So I printed that one out. And then I called Mike back on the phone. Hey, man, 
you guys That's ready good. to go on the deal. And then I don't even know how to fill out the contract. So the, so I have Mike on the phone, the guy, me and him sitting at the, at the table there, at his mom's table. And Mike starts literally helping me out fill out the contract right there over the phone. I remember he's like, I'm going to go to the other room. When he goes in the other room, I'm like explaining the contract to him. <laughs> and I was on speakerphone, just like, just walking through it man well that's good you had a you had a resource to lean on which was yeah. mike but not and not everybody take advantage of those resources so man that's that's a testament to your work ethic what you do and your tenacity saying i'm not leaving until i get this deal so you didn't have it all figured out you didn't know from point a okay i need to market to fifty thousand people to get 500 deal to get 500 leads to get five deals you didn't think about that. You said what was right in front of me was this one person. I'm not leaving until I get this deal. Yeah, yep. You make a real good point right there. You're not going to know, right? You you want people to kind of give you the what is. You can sit around and, and think about what's going to happen, or what if this, or what if I don't have that. But if you if you're not taking that first initial step, then you're never going to get to that next step. There you go. There you go. So no marketing. You wasn't you wasn't doing the marketing. This was from. Basically a referral. Yeah. Yep, okay. Pretty much. All right. Good. Good deal. So what happens next? So you so you got that deal right. Well, what about the next one? So I wanted it from the first to the second. So the next deal came through a uh, Facebook ad. Okay. So of course you start getting into real estate. You start telling people, hey, you're, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Next thing, my family's getting in on it. My wife gets in on it. She starts finding properties on social media. We came across this one on Facebook. And she tells me to call up the lady. We, we call her up and she actually owns a few properties and she lives out of state. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, well, how do we get this done? Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I call up Mike again. Hey, I got out of state. <laughs> so what's the problem? <laughs> That's right. I said, I don't know. I can't even, she's showing me pictures of the property. I couldn't even go see the property. It was here in Arizona, but. We couldn't see it. We didn't go go and see it. She just gave us pictures. So sent the pictures over to Mike. She was she was at a good at a decent price, but we still need to come down from what the uh, pictures looked like. And this was during COVID too. Yeah, it was actually. Yep. Wow. Okay. And and so we end up negotiating again, just back and forth with her and her son. Mike kind of helped helping me with the negotiations. Her son was in Florida. Yeah. So the son was. In Florida, posting for his mother, right? Putting her number. You guys called the mother in Vegas. Okay. And we were here in Phoenix. Yeah. All during COVID. <laughs> yeah. right? And all with a newbie. All with a newbie. So, yeah, he was facilitating. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so after that, she was able to come to the price where we locked it up at. Again, Mike helped me out with the contract. That was the first time he using the DocuSign. Mike helped me out with that. And it's that, again, it's that, hey, you don't know where you're going. To take that next step. I'm like, yeah. how do we get that contract to her? Right. sign. Just figure it out. Yeah. You got to figure it out yeah. along the way. So you guys that's out there and you're, you're thinking, what's the next step? What's the next step? You got to look at it and try and figure it out or call on some of your resources because it is doable. It's possible. Paul is sitting here as a testament telling you guys this. So you were able to get that that contract signed and everything like that. Now you got some success, right? You got a little money in the bank, got a little success. You got a little swagger now because you're like, hey, this is real. I can do this. What happened after that? 
picking up some momentum. That's one thing Mike was, was telling me, right? So, hey, you got momentum, just keep keep that going. And with, with time, things, it slowed down, right? I'm, I'm not going to lie, it did slow down a bit, but it was that consistency. Now, So let me ask you this, because I'm going to jump in here quite a bit. Um, being slowed down, what was your mindset at that point? My mindset was, what was it at the time? I was getting too focused in on my nine to five still. I was getting too focused in on the nine to five and not focusing in on finding more deals. I wasn't, I wasn't being accountable for myself. Okay. Is what it came down to. So you kind of got a little relaxed. You're like, okay, I made some money. Let me, uh, <laughs> I can do this. I'm a real estate investor now. <laughs> and then the well kind of dried up, right? Yep. <laughs> so that consistency is very, very key. Yep. It was nice having that check come in, but having it consistent, was uh, was on my part. How much you made on that first one? Four thousand, and the next one I think closer to closer to five or six down there. Okay, all right, good, good, nice, nice little rips. Yeah. Get some I was, was going to make a thousand if I could get a deal <laughs> done at that point. That's so. true, and that's that's very important because it wasn't really about the money. It and I tell I tell newbies this: it's really about your self confidence. Right. Everybody else is doing it. You're seeing it on Facebook. You're seeing it on Instagram. People holding up checks, doing all of this kind of stuff. And then you start to question yourself. Well, what's wrong with me? I'm doing the same thing they're doing. How come I'm not closing deals? You know, and then once you close that deal, you're like, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. Let's do this. Okay, good job, Paul. And if I can speak to everybody out there is that I didn't do my first deal until two years. Wow. I, see, I see people doing deals like first three months, six months. I'm like, something wrong with me because it took yeah. me two years, but I got stagnant in learning too much, reading too much uh, and not taking action. It wasn't uh, until I started seeing myself, I'm like, what am I not doing? <laughs> I'm not getting out there. I'm not right. making calls, I'm not talking to people. So it's just that, it, what's the what's the saying? Too much learning, not enough. Analysis paralysis. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, and and that that's one of the things and that's, that's based out of fear. Yeah. So speaking to all of you guys out there that haven't done a deal that's based out of fear, you're, you're so scared that you're going to make a mistake. The only way you're going to learn is by getting out there and making some of those mistakes. Guess what? Nobody's going to put you in jail. Nobody's going to lock you under in a dungeon somewhere. Make the mistake. As long as you have somebody that, that can help you talk through the mistake, yeah. you'll come out on the, on the other side even better because now you know what not to do. I embrace all my mistakes now. <laughs> I, lo I I have to make mistakes in order for me to learn. That's the only way I'm going to progress. So so now, so because stay on that deal, that the second deal, a couple things there, right? You said you had more properties, right? And what were you doing to get to that next, the third one? So Mike reminded me that, hey, you said she had multiple properties, yeah. right? You was happy. I, I, said, I, I, said, I, said, I said, yeah. She actually says she might be willing to sell more later on in the future. He's all, okay, good. Start building that rapport with her, keep in contact with her, and let's see if we can do another deal down the road. Sure enough, I think that one was done maybe at the end of the year. And then sure enough, maybe four. You stayed in touch with, in touch with her for a while. Yeah. It wasn't right away. Yeah. So you kept that. That's what I appreciate about you. You did use every month or whatever you had scheduled. You had a good relationship with her. Yeah. Yep. Kept following up with her. And then she had another one come up for sale and then we ended up doing a deal with her again and yeah we're ended up working that out was great. in tucson we once again right like we're in phoenix yeah. right? they're in florida vegas she had the property out here in maryville and then closed that one and yeah the other one's in tucson we didn't go down there yeah we didn't try yeah we yep. didn't go there yeah <laughs> it's all, all worked out yeah 
So, so let's take a brief break. Hear a word from my sponsors. We'll come right back with Paul and um, we'll touch on some more items as it pertains to finding deals. Are your real estate dreams on hold? With work, kids, everything else going on, time is limited. Most days you feel like the world's on your shoulders. You might even say to yourself, if I just had someone to lean on and push me in the right direction, I know things would happen quicker. Well, then you need to check out the Deal Finders Club, a community of investors eager to close more deals, sign more contracts, and just get ahead in life. The DFC provides weekly coaching, thriving online community, and all the education you need to be confident. DFC is your fastest path to closing more deals. To learn more, head over to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. All right, guys, we are back with Paul, and Paul is talking about finding deals in an extremely hot market. So, Paul, you got those two deals done. You've done some other deals along the way, everything like that. You got a sense of consistency. So now you decided to take the ultimate leap. And you say, you know what? I'm going to double down and I'm going to bet on myself and I'm going to walk off my J-O-B. How did you have that discussion with your wife? Well, it was in the process, right? It was, it's always was in the back of my mind of leaving my career, right? But just being honest, being truthful, having good commu- communication, right? Learning to develop and learning how to talk to my wife with, with respect and care and us growing together really helped us have that good companionship to where I can bring that to her. And she was full supportive. Of course, we had planned things along the way, right? Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of, hey, what ifs? There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of fear yeah, that's going to come with that it. that security blanket. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. It is. <laughs> we're that. Now we're the security, yeah. right? So yeah. So it came down to it, to where we were at a good position thanks to, thanks to the wholesaling and everything that was going on. And thanks to just knowing about understanding real estate. We were able to use the, the home that we're actually in right now to kind of help us with that and just really put us in a good position to make that work. Okay, good, good, good. So so what did so what did your coworkers and bosses say when, when you brought this up and you told them you're gonna take off? What were, what were the reactions you were getting? Um, a lot of shock, a lot of surprise. I'm not gonna the career that I had was a good career. They knew I did real estate because I just talked about it all day yeah. anyway. So everyone kind of knew that I did real estate. And everyone, when you get into that that mindset, the mindset about being an entrepreneur or wanting to own your own business, they kind of see that within you, which is weird because I didn't see that really with myself. But as I was leaving, everyone there two weeks, everyone was kind of telling me, "Yeah, we, we kind of knew you. Uh, you have that in you." And I'm like, it was like a shock to me. Like, really? You saw? It? Yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah, man. You just yeah. Good. And you're always reading stuff. Like every time we come in, you're like reading. They go, "Well, yeah." And they're like, "You're gonna do good, man. You're, you're like, you're gonna make it." And I'm like. Wow. Appreciate the support that they give and they do. Well, like that, it kind of touches on those self-limiting beliefs too, because you figure, yes, I'm doing all of this reading, I'm educating myself and everything like that. And you can hear the stories of other people doing it. And then you think in the back of your mind, is this something that I can really do? Do I really want to take this leap? So I'm telling you guys out there, if you're so, so hell bent on making sure you have that security, security blanket, please don't be a full-time investor because there's a lot of ups and downs, crosses and and everything like that to where some nights you can't sleep because you're not worried, but you're strategizing. Okay, what's my next move here? You know why other people in life are playing checkers because they know, okay, get up seven o'clock, 
hop in the car, drop the kids off at school, go to work, get off at 4.30, come home, take the kids to soccer, cook dinner, go to bed, do it all over again. But as an entrepreneur, you never know what your day is going to look like. You try and plan it out, but curveballs happen, man. And and again, it's a real testament to you for sticking sticking through it, especially for two years not getting your first deal. Yeah, yep, appreciate that. And, you know, with that, there were also people that still keep in communication and they have their nine to five still and they would rather just invest passively. Yep. So you can you can do that, right? You can still have your nine to five and still get a house here or there. Again, it's just our own where we want to get to, right? Our dreams and goals. Uh, mine was just, hey, I want to be full time investing. I'm an entrepreneurial entrepreneur by spirit. That's my natural go to. And that works for me. I have another friend and he's he's a general manager and he just gets Airbnbs and he still keeps his normal job. Nothing wrong with that. Awesome, man. So what, with some pointers, I know you talked a lot about mindset and stuff like that, action. What are some other things you can leave to, to new members or people that want to go your route? Don't be afraid to open your mouth and ask the questions. You mm-hmm. got to ask the questions. If you don't ask, you're never, you're not going to get there. So you got to be able to reach out to others, ask for things that you don't have. I just like being around the atmosphere. Just I'm a visual. Mm-hmm. So, so just visualizing it for me and being around it. And it makes me feel like I'm more absorbed in it. So then that allows me to take action. So finding out what, what works for you, whether seeing it or doing it or, or writing it or reading it, it's going to be ultimately up for you. Yeah, you know, like Tony Robbins, right? I want to learn a new language. Go full immersion, right? Yep. Like, so, so you got in it. So you're at the, like I said, reading books, real estate, thinking about real estate, action in real estate, going to the networking events, meeting new people. I just put yourself in there. So what, and one thing I always tell new people, right? We did a bunch of deals together, but I always say, when you ask me for advice, I'll give the advice. But when we follow back up on that call and you want to pick my brain or whatever, I know if you're doing it or not just by the questions yeah. you're asking. So, so the, the more you're doing it, the more I'll pick up my phone and help. And that's what, how that mm-hmm. relationship started to build. I, I probably told you, I was like, if you're not doing it, I'm just going to stop answering my phone. Right. So, so which leads into after you quit your job. So here at the Ezria office, he works from here. Yep. So, because I've seen the the action you took and the effort that you put forth, I know you're not going anywhere. So, why not continue to help, right? So, if you if you're putting in the work, people you know the people, the right people, the right opportunities will gravitate towards you. Yeah, and I agree. You built it yourself. Yeah. You and go. thanks to Mike, thanks to AZ Ria, Marcus, opening your guys' services welcoming me offering whatever you guys have to help me out and even even people that i met at the networking events just yeah. just willing to share information extremely valuable that's true and that's that's what you say paul you just got to ask the questions people just got to ask the questions and once you get the answers go and do it, that's it. it's simple enough just go and do it yep. why ask the question if you're not going to do it don't it's, don't it's, worry about the contract <laughs> yeah. don't worry about this or if you got that in order if you got this in order that will play along which leads me back to quitting my nine to five okay you may not know what the next step is but you got to at least get there and so now i'm at a point now where i'm like okay what's the next step awesome man well congratulations thank you appreciate it well paul thank you you guys see paul around as Rhea. make sure you come up to him shake his hand talk to him pick his brain leave me and mike alone pick paul's brain (laughs) but no i say that in all sincerity because 
he is just coming out of where some of you guys that are just starting are at right now. He understands that psychology of what you need to do next and why you haven't done what you need to do and everything like that. So, Paul, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for being here. Any parting words? Abraham Abraham Lincoln said a, a verse that that I really like, but I'm not going to repeat it right now because I forget. <laughs> <what> it <is. laughs> all right, post it on the comments. And we'll I will. Comment. I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> but um, for all the viewers out there, if you guys got any questions, how we get hold of you? Yeah, I I imitate I imitate my mentors. I imitate people that I admire that I want to be like. So I'm more than willing to offer my help, my services to, to anyone that's got any questions. And uh, I'm at Retro Real Estate Investments. You can find me at Retro Real Estate Investments, Retro Real Estate Investments at gmail.com. We have a website and you can also find me on social media. Okay. Awesome. All right, guys, tap in, the, tap in the Paul. Thank you so much, Appreciate sir. You, Let us know your next one you got coming up. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Azria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpreet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, Head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.